0: This standing chat is hosted by Humbleworks, the designers and manufacturers of quality, ergonomically designed standing desks and related products. We'll be speaking to Dr. Levine, the authority on the benefits of standing versus sitting. He has received more than 50 awards in the field of science, started more than two dozen companies and is the author of Get Up a book which opened the eyes of millions of people to our modern sedentary lifestyle and the health issues behind sitting down for extended periods of time. Dr. Levine, hello, hello.
1: Nice to see you, what a beautiful day.
0: Beautiful day, beautiful surroundings. We're standing here talking about how amazing standing is for us. We've been chatting continuously about how seating or sitting we know so much damaging things to our health, we know this, it all makes sense, but I need to ask you, realistically, can we all change our lives to lead a more healthy, happy future by standing more, or is seating so, sitting so ingrained in us that it's never going to happen? Realistically, what are the chances of changing our lives for the better?
1: standing wall? Well I mean to start at the very beginning realistically is now this moment this second the reality and truth is that you and I could be talking sitting down on chairs we're not we're here we're up we're moving we're at one with the the nature that we stand in and that simple absolute truth is the case for everyone watching this. Right now, right this second, you can get up and you can make a start now. To really what you're asking me is, okay, I can do that, I can do this, I can do tips, I can do tricks, but can I fundamentally change my life if everyone around me isn't? Maureen, a real person, a real patient, that's not her name, came to see me many years ago now. And she sat in my office. And the first thing I'll tell you is there was a sense about her. And I can't even explain what that means, but when you're somebody who looks after patients, You see thousands of people over a professional life and Maureen, there was something quite remarkable about her. When she came in, she had a BMI of 34. She was carrying many kilos of excess body weight. She had early type two diabetes. She had hypertension on medication. But she was, all of these things were true. Actually, her knees hurt and actually the reason she came to see me was she was starting to become immobilized through knee pain. And we talked and she explained one thing that is critical to this picture and cannot be ignored. She told me about her food habits. They were this and they were that. She knew the solutions. She told me about her kids. To coin a phrase, she was a soccer mum. But also she was a tennis mum. She had one kid who was in in tennis, another one who was in soccer. And she definitely took them there. She sat during the the tennis game. She sat during the soccer. She traveled with her eldest uh, daughter, actually, who was a very good tennis player. She had a second job, which actually part paid for, uh, the kids' travel expenses and, and additional school expenses. Marriage had dissolved many years before. And she lived again. It's you can never live somebody else's life, you can never truly get inside the skin of somebody else. But I felt for some reason I can't explain, I felt pretty humbled by her because as she was explaining all these things, there was no sense of I've got it tough, there was no sense of. I've got to do this to make that happen. There was no sense of pity me. The only sense I got from her was, if you've got some solution, I want it. And, and she and I spoke for an hour on the things that we have spoken about the idea of, yes, she committed to getting, <laughs> getting rid of the tubs of ice cream, yes, she'd committed to you know, switching her chip choice, and so on. No question. Healthy food was coming onto the table. She was gonna do it for her kids. Listen to this. One of the simple things we talk talk about was learning to cook again with her kids, not against them. Anyone who who has kids will understand that expression. All of this we spoke about, but also we spoke about integrating meat into her daily schedule. We spoke about her mornings. We spoke about the tools of convenience that you and I have spoken about. We spoke about her commute to work. Car parking A, not car parking C. We spoke about how she spent her, she had meetings every 45 minutes for most of the day. How she spent her lunch break sitting at her desk with her lunch. Any person works in an office knows what I'm talking about. She spoke about the catalog of exhaustions she felt and the stresses she felt when when she got a phone call from her daughter to say she needed this at two in the afternoon, just as she's going in for a meeting with her boss, she spoke about the stresses like her son was having problems with um, if I'm in mathematics. He was really, really struggling. She needed to get a tutor for him, but she couldn't afford it. She spoke about her second job, and, and they wanted more hours on the other job. But she had to get home. And, and as she was explaining to them, we just broke it down inch by inch, and she committed. She committed, and I don't know how she did it she took her day apart and wherever she went to watch um, the, her daughter playing tennis and she would walk around the, um, the, the outside of the court so sh- as she was watching she spoke about, she got this long stretch. She cord for her office phone so when she was, phone, she didn't have any fancy desks, she didn't have any treadmills, none of this but she would pace around when she was on the phone she put a red dot on the side of her computer to remind her to schedule meetings that she could into walk and talk meetings and actually what is incredible about Maureen is she on average because we actually used one of these measuring devices to to measure her uh, the impact of her program she converted a completely sedentary life listen to this to three and a half hours additional movement a day and keeping all of her catalogue of responsibilities that would have toppled me in a second. She did all of this. Sent me a picture. She sent me a picture of her daughter winning state, state championship in tennis. She sent me a picture when she completed a half marathon. She sent me, <laughs> she actually brought me some sort of chopped up salad thing that she'd made. It, it wasn't bad, wasn't quite my taste to be honest with you. But she, you know, we cooked this with our kids and I, and it was one of these weird things. It's like when you're given birthday cake and you think you have to eat it. This was like she gave me salad, and I felt I had to eat it while she was watching me, which I did. Perhaps I shouldn't have done that, but anyways, what I did, and she transformed her life. She had all the burdens that somebody like me couldn't even imagine, but she transformed her life through the will of her, through the, through the power of her will, through her will. She did it. Now, she lost 40 pounds, 20 kilos. The, 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 she, was, she didn't have type 2 diabetes, she had pre-diabetes, elevated blood plasma glucose, that reverted to normal. She came off her hypertension medication. She actually had lymphedema, which is excessive fluid around the areas of body fat in her legs, that banished. But all of that aside, she became this vibrant, dynamic person. And at the end of the whole I worked with her for certainly more than two years, but intensively for a year, then, at, then we had monthly follow-ups and so on. But this is to me was sort of, this sort of blew my mind. She became like a neat advocate, not a neat ripple. It wasn't by passive, you know, I'm doing this. Oh, She became like sort of a, a champion. In her own office environment, and she had them all walking during lunchtime. She had this program called Gossip and Walk. She, she argued, if you're going to gossip at lunchtime, you might as well take a walk. She started a music program. She started an art program in her office. Her kids became like sort of champions with her. And they did like some cooking competition. I can't remember. It's some sort of weird, like cooking a cake with vegetables, and they made chocolate mousse with avocado. Now I. No it sounds honestly it's not exactly it's not my cup of tea. I, I tried no no it.
0: it's good. I've okay. tried that before.
1: <laughs> no comment. Nonetheless, Maureen, when I think when I'm feeling a bit lazy and I'm going about to order the pizza on the sofa watching TV, I think of her. I kid you not, I think of her. And this is a well-known this, this, my kids were with me when this happened. We were standing in line for coffee in the mall in Rochester, (laughs) I kid you not, I kid you not, a woman randomly comes up to me in the shopping line and says, Dr. Levine, and I turn and she literally grabs me like in a bear hug. Of course, I've got two daughters. (laughs) They looked up to their dad like, hello. (laughs) It was Maureen, she was not recognizable. She was not recognizable. It, uh, I just, that's all I can say. She was, it was unbelievable. And these transformations, and I'm I, I telling you, I often I think this, if Maureen can do it, no one has an excuse. We can all do it. It takes that, it does take work, and it does take will, and it does take commitment, but we can all do it. It's with a neat revolution in our own lives, Is there.
0: I think from what I'm hearing as well, it's everything that Maureen was doing, wasn't costing her loads of money it wasn't changing her daily life
1: not at at all. all
0: she was doing everything she was still watching her her daughter play tennis she was still at work she was still doing all her meetings she was still eating three meals a day but it was just done in a more mindful practice i guess and had you know, knock on effect on her health almost without having to, you know, spend any money at all. Because often that is the blocker, isn't it? I can't afford the gym, I can't do this, I can't do that.
1: Let's, let's put it simply. Let's put it simply. Happiness isn't going to come to you. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. The pursuit
1: of happiness means you have to pursue it. Mm. And that's what she did. And I'm telling you this. I, I I'll take the credit in that the moment I first met her in my office at the beginning of this it became a two-year journey I actually could there was a strength a power to this lady it was like whoa there was was a force of nature in my in my office and the pursuit of happiness happiness is there for each and every one of us to grab but you have gotta get up out of your chair and you've got to go and get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's, not, it's not a short-term win either. It's a, this is a long-term, changing your, the way that you do life forever, Correct. actually. And I know we've touched on this in, in other episodes, 21 times, 21 days, whatever it is, 21 is a key number, starts to become habitual. And for Maureen, this must have must have happened. It must have just embedded in her. And like you say now, she is Wonder Woman by the sounds of it. <laughs> um, so, yes, you're saying that it is possible for us all to change our lives. Do you think that if we all start acting like Maureen, then products, businesses are going to follow and the world that we live in is going to start looking different. Do you think that we will be able to walk into an office and not see any chairs at all? Do you think that it's going to be the norm one day to have a walking meeting instead of a sit down one? What's your opinion of the future?
1: In order to learn anything about an organization, an organization is a collection of people A family is a collection of people. A society is a collection of people. You start with person one. You start with Maureen. So those efforts, that commitment, that passion, that energy, that self-belief, that visualization of her own future, which was different to her own past, all of these essences of how a person fundamentally changes, how a person wakes up, gets up, moves towards their goals, their happinesses, are exactly the same as what we subsequently did to multiple businesses in the United States and we brought it into the school system as well. But that, India, is a story
0: for another day. Okay, well we'll leave it at that then. Thank you so much, Dr. Levine. I'm I'm excited for my personal future now, actually, having spoken to you, and you know, for the future of the world that we live in as well, because Yeah, I I think things could change.
1: Make it happen, Captain. I will. (laughs) All right, cheers.
0: Bye.